We start with breaking news concerning Watford, who have sacked their manager, Rob Edwards, and he's going to be replaced, we understand, by Slaven Bilic. That's our understanding. You might recall that there was a lot of upset at Forest Green, promoted to League One for the first time in their history under Edwards, and they were really frustrated that he left under those circumstances and accepted Watford's offer to be their new head coach. He hasn't pulled up any trees in the early stages of his relationship with the Hertfordshire club. They are 11th in the championship. They've only got three home wins, one away, only 11 goals so far this season. Unexciting football has been the complaint from some Watford fans so far this season, hoping for better. Some clubs would have given him more time. The history in the last decade or so, Watford has been that managers did not get a lot of time, and so it has proved also for Rob Edwards. Those were the words of a broadcaster on Sky Sports News this morning. As the news came down, Watford FC have sacked Rob Edwards as their head coach just 10 games in to the championship season. It has been a whirlwind, of course, today with this news. And of course, I have to tell you, I am thoroughly disgusted by this particular piece of news because Rob Edwards just was not given a chance here at the Vic. There was just no way around it. You cannot fire a head coach after 10 games. Actually, you can. You can actually fire a head coach after seven games because when Cisco Munoz got Watford promoted into the Premier League at the end of the 2000 to 2021 season, he lasted just seven matches into that Premier League stint that Watford had in 21-22. The Leeds United game was the last game that Watford FC saw the services of Mr. Cisco Munoz. And I think that in retrospect, they should have stayed with Cisco. What I have seen today is something that is not surprising. It is annoying. It is something that is annoying to Watford supporters. It is something that frustrates Watford supporters. It is something that I think angers many Watford supporters. I don't think that Rob Edwards was departed from Watford as it was announced in the press release. Oh, he departs. This wasn't a case of Rob Edwards departing. This was a case of Rob Edwards being sacked. I don't have to know that for 100% certainty to know that what happens is, is that when you fire someone from a job, you fire from some, someone from an office or a political office, or you push them out somehow, there is an arrangement made that we will present it to the public as we decided to go another way or we depart with mutual consent or you depart, you leave. It is very, very clear that Gino Pozzo, the owner of this football club that we love, absolutely sacked this manager. There's no way around it. I don't have to know the ins and outs and nor do you. I think the ins and outs are very important and it would be great if we really know what truly went on behind the scenes. But I think that you and I are adults and we are adult enough to know that a man who had been really, I think, quite progressive as a football manager, a man who I think was beginning to build the spirit back up with this club, with its fan base, 
and its relationship to the players, that a man who made it very clear that he wasn't where, or I should say the club wasn't where he wanted them to be yet. I talked about that several weeks ago on this podcast. The team wasn't where he wanted them to be yet. That was about two or three weeks ago that Rob Edwards had said that. A man who still had more ideas, more decisions, and more strategy to map out with this team would just suddenly depart from Vicarage Road and leave the team at the side of the road at the Vic. That is not what Rob Edwards would do. I don't have to know the man personally to proclaim this. It is patently obvious that Gina Pozzo not only sacked Rob Edwards, but had probably been looking at getting rid of him maybe three weeks ago. Maybe after the Queen's Park Rangers defeat. Maybe after the win over Middlesbrough, a few days after that defeat. I believe this decision was taken within the last two and a half weeks to three weeks at most. Slavin Bilic was waiting in the wings. He wanted to make his way back into English football. And Watford will now have Slavin Bilic as their new head coach this coming Sunday when Watford return to football. The men's team returns against Stoke at the Bet365 Stadium or whatever it is called now up there in Staffordshire. That's what's going to happen. This is a terrible decision. There's no question about it for me. I go into a lot more detail about this on YouTube at the Yawns WFC YouTube channel. I urge you to subscribe to that channel. I would welcome that. Thank you. If you have, thank you very much. If you haven't, please subscribe because I go into a lot more detail than I'm going to hear. There's no excuse for this. And when you keep doing the same insane thing over and over and over again and expect something different to happen, by definition, you need a checkup from the neck up. With all due respect to those who go through some very severe mental health trials and tribulations and trauma. What I am referring that last point to and who I'm referring it to is an owner, an owner who still thinks that he's got the Midas touch. But this owner does not have the Midas touch anymore. The days and the ways of hiring and firing as if you are in Las Vegas at a craps table, rolling dice, has come to an end now at the Vic. And the only person who does not see that end is the owner himself. I think a fair amount of the Watford supporters see it. I think some of the Watford supporters who were ardently behind this owner, even as recently as last season in the Premier League, I believe some of those persons are coming to see this as well. And while they will always be backers of Gino Pozzo, even now, and while 
Gino Pozzo has done so many excellent things for this football club, has really saved the bacon of this football club in many respects, has given this club a bit more stature over the 10 plus years of ownership, especially in the first seven years of ownership, really given this club an identity on the, in the background, an identity that had, had, it had lost its way a bit. And I think at least in terms of the accoutrements of the club, the training facilities, the way that the Vicarage Road Stadium now looks really darn good. He's given this club a base. And he's given us some excellent moments. But I think now, it is now time for Gino Pozzo to say goodbye to this club and to leave it in hands, hopefully, of new ownership who I pray have the finances, have the patience, have the understanding and the resources to start putting money back into this club and building it up, building up its infrastructure properly when it comes to recruiting, building up the infrastructure properly when it comes to the scouting and building up the infrastructure properly on the pitch when it comes to the player personnel and building a new squad and actually using academy members in that squad. And let's start to rebuild what's on the pitch. I would have loved for that to happen under Rob Edwards, but it wasn't pitched like that during the off-season because the chairman of the club, the CEO of the club, Rob Edwards' boss, I guess, but look, the ultimate boss is the owner. But the chairman and CEO of the club, Scott Duxbury, told you in June of this year that they weren't going to be doing anything but sticking with Rob Edwards come hell or high water. Those were the quotes, come hell or high water from Scott Duxbury in the Watford Observer, June 13th, 2022. He spoke to Andrew French over a series of days during the summer, and that was what was in that report at the Watford Observer, courtesy of Andrew French, the reporter there. Gino Pozzo has made Scott Duxbury out to be a fool, and Scott Duxbury has got to be embarrassed at this rug being pulled from under him. Watford fans have to decide whether they want to continue being played like a fiddle. Watford fans will have to figure out whether or not they are satisfied with this constant chopping and changing, which worked for a while, but doesn't work anymore. This club has not learned anything. The board, let me make it clear, the board and the owner have not learned anything. It's no good calling for Scott Duxbury to leave. Scott Duxbury is not the problem. He's the mouthpiece of the problem. And the problem is the owner. And the problem is the owner is obstinate and stubborn. And the problem is, is that the owner is holding on to past glories. That he is certainly someone who authored. I will always thank Gino Pozzo for the excellence that he's brought to Watford, for the smartness in the first seven or eight years that he brought to Watford. There's no question about that. Gino is owed a whole lot for his vision about trying to 
give this club a stronger platform in difficult financial waters. There's no question. You will never hear me say a word negatively about Gino Pozzo when it comes to what he's built up at this club from the time he came in to, to the last, you know, right up to, you know, maybe a couple of years ago, 2019 or so, three years ago. But what he's done since has been equally, has been horrendous. It's been horrendous. Really has been horrendous. The decisions that have been made to get rid of certain managers, the decisions that have been made not to invest in defending, the decisions that have been made with regards to Hassan Kamara offloading him to Udinese at the end of the season, pending Watford's position in the championship, the decisions that have been made to give Roy Hodgson all this money, was it £5 million or more? £10 million? To manage for what? Four and a half, five months? And then completely tank the club and the and at least the team and then go shake hands with Crystal Palace fans and with Crystal Palace players on the day that Crystal Palace relegated us. I mean, that's the madness that you're dealing with right now at Watford Football Club with the board and with the owner. And you have to decide, fellow Watford fans and supporters, if you think that this is the right avenue for this club to be traveling down with regard to its affairs on the pitch. That is strictly to what I am speaking to here. You have to decide if that's something that you can continue to abide by. I think it's very clear that this is not working anymore. You brought in a progressive manager to actually build up this team and make it a promotion contender. Indeed, a championship winning contender. That is what we were told. And you didn't give him enough of a chance. You had injured players. At least eight or nine players have been injured during the time that Rob Edwards has been here. And that does include Lauza, who was injured before Rob Edwards got here. And you've not given Rob Edwards a chance with this squad. You've not given him a chance. And you held on to Claudio Ranieri for four months when clearly things weren't working under him. And you've given Rob Edwards from the time he was announced in May to the time that he was sacked today. All of 193 days. 193 days. That is absolutely insane. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. Rob Edwards deserved more time. And I'm sure that there were things going on behind the scenes. I really do think that there was some discontent from Rob Edwards, for sure, about the lack of involvement that he had in a lot of the decision-making with new signings that was happening during the summer. And Rob Edwards just wasn't given a squad of depth to begin with. And when you don't take care of your defending, and if you don't take care of finding good defensive personnel beyond Courtney House, because he is very good, 
But if you don't supplement that with anything else, you're going to see the same problems that you've been seeing here at this club for a number of years. The recruiting for a number of years. The Mickey Mouse game with Cristiano Giretta, that's a joke. It's absolutely unconscionable. Oh, we get rid of him. Oh, we're going to bring him back. Well, if you're going to get rid of Cristiano Giretta and bring him back, and he's done absolutely nothing at this club, then why didn't you bring Cisco back? Heck, you brought back Kike. And that was a disaster. What I mean, could we go worse than bringing back Cisco? Would Cisco want to come back? In fact, I wouldn't blame him if he didn't. I'm sure Cisco doesn't want any part of this, even though he loves this club so much. All these managers just keep getting fired. Some of them really unjustly. And the strangest thing is, is that you keep the, play, the, the manager who does really poorly and you stick with him longer than you do managers like Rob Edwards, than you do managers like Cisco. It's insane. And I'm convinced now that this owner no longer knows what he's doing and he's panicking and he's flying by the seat of his pants. How on earth are you going to get rid of Cisco seven games into a Premier League season? How on earth are you going to get rid of Rob Edwards? Ten games into a championship season. What was the point of bringing Rob Edwards in? Can you just be honest with the Watford supporters and tell them, right, we're in a rebuilding spell. This season is going to be about rebuilding. We would like to get back to the Premier League, but the reality is, is that we are focused on bringing in a base of rebuilding. We're going to make some more changes. We're going to fortify our defense. We're going to bring in younger players and we're going to start to build. And then we will position ourselves maybe two or three seasons from now for a genuine run at the Premier League. And Gino Pozzo is not going to admit that. He is going to just keep driving things into the ground that don't work at this point. Yes, we all want instant returns to the Premier League. I certainly do, and so do you. But the reality is, is that that is not going to happen unless there are some fundamental structural changes in terms of who is making the decisions about recruiting and who is making the decisions about everything when it comes to what's going on on the pitch with player personnel, with everything else. And I've come to the conclusion that the only wise decision that can be made now is for Gino Pozzo to really look in the mirror at himself and ask, should I really continue doing this? Should I really continue to fly by the seat of my pants like this? Udinese is doing very well. But Watford FC on the pitch right now don't have an identity. Would it best be served, this club? Would this club called Watford Football Club best be served if I said goodbye to it and moved on and focused only on Udinese? Would that be the best move for me? Those are questions I think Gino Pozzo has to start asking himself. That's what I think he needs to do. Whether he will do it or not is, of course, quite another story.
please make sure that you visit Yuan's WFC on the YouTube channel because that's where you can find my extended comments and analysis of what happened today. And I really do invite you to subscribe to the Yuan's WFC YouTube channel. You'll get regular videos and updates as well delivered straight to your email box. So please subscribe now. The Yuan's podcast, which you are listening to right now, please subscribe to it, download it, subscribe to it, tell your Watford friends and family about this podcast as well. Spread the word, of course, about the YouTube channel also. And for my news and views and comments about Watford Football Club and the match reports, don't forget to visit yuanswfc.wordpress.com. Also, follow yuanswfc on Twitter and on Instagram. What a last few hours it's been. On Friday, we saw the renewal of João Pedro for six more years. And I'm wondering now what João Pedro, who turned 21 today. Happy birthday, João Pedro. What a birthday it must be. I wonder what João Pedro is thinking right now. All I can say regarding Slavin Bilic is, Slavin, best of luck to you, man. I don't know how long you're going to last at this job. But if you are able to get to the end of this season, it will be a minor miracle. That's it for now on this edition of the Yawns podcast. And until next time, from me, Omar Moore.